Welcome back. We're back in it with the guest tour. First guest of 2023. This is the Be Real Presents Humble Alpha podcast. Um, I'm personally excited about this guest today. Uh, first guest of 2023. Uh, another gym, gym rat that I met out here in my time in Tulsa at uh, 10 Gym. Very good kid. And yeah, I said kid. I'm about to reach that age where I'm about to be 30. So I can call these 20-year-olds kids. But uh, this dude just turned 21. Very old soul, very wise, very uh, very much a lively character. You know, he's lived a lot of life, been through a lot, has his own uh, transformation story, and just has good perspective on things and good energy. So I'm excited for this guy to be on today. And uh, with all due respect, Walker, introduce yourself. How's it going? My name is Walker Condren. I'm 21. I'm a personal trainer here at 10 Gym. Um, making the transition over to crunch here pretty soon so come over there it's gonna be a badass gym it's 24 7 365 plugged uh i will be there please come sign up with me i am a phenomenal trainer i don't even i don't even want to sound arrogant i'm phenomenal gotta have that confidence in yourself bro especially the trainer like if you don't have that no one wants to work with you that's right. And I can speak from, because I only knew you for a short amount of time, but I knew you post your transformation. But even undergoing a transformation like that yourself, because how much were you originally? Uh, 320 pounds. 320. And what are you at now? Right now I'm 208. 20. So that's over 100 pounds lost. Yeah, man. So, yeah, even going through that alone yourself, you have the knowledge there to make that a reality for somebody else's life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's hard, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Like the lowest I got, I got down to. So before I got my appendix out and just lost like muscle and stuff, like when I just first lost weight, I got down to like 199, 198, and then built back up to 227. And then I got my appendix out. And then when I got my appendix out, dude, I got down to like 194. Wow. That was crazy. Because I was just laying in bed yeah. for like eight weeks, dude. Yeah. Like, no like couldn't lift anything over 10 pounds and then now i've been back for almost four weeks and i'm back up to 208 208 that's crazy that's so wild because i think i lost 90 pounds when i had my transformation back in high school and even that was like a lot that is a lot but even like to hear a hundred plus like that's crazy like that's a whole human that's a whole human that came off one human yeah bro i used to look like i ate me like (laughs) that's so wild but it's got to be such a good feel and that's what inspired you to become a trainer at Mm -hmm. that point because you did that and you're like okay this is nice i want to be a part of that for someone else's life or was there some other driving factor it was um most it was that mostly and then this dude named uh, dakota Mm -hmm. that used to work for lighthouse or still works for lighthouse yeah but um he was really pushing me to be to actually learn in the gym yeah rather than just, just lift weights yeah. he was like learn why you're doing that movement yeah and he would actually take the time to explain everything to me in like really good detail and it was like that's kind of what I want to be like yeah so which is huge right a client the other day was like complimented me saying that the knowledge that I possess to help him get to where he gets is what he in the long run has wanted to pay for for his training during his training career during his training time as a client so he has trainers that just put him through workouts but they don't give him the knowledge that comes with it like why they're doing a certain movement and I feel like that's it's crazy because I never thought about that like I never thought about some people just come in here and they just do something because they just do it yeah, but I mean that's the whole goal as a trainer, right? Is to yeah. turn your client that's into your special a trainer, team. yeah, right? Like, or at least if not turn them into a trainer, turn them into their own trainer. Yeah, you know exactly. That's like, my that's my methodology behind it. Like I tell my clients that I'm not going to be a part of your life forever. Yeah, and I want to be in a position where I give you everything that I have, so that you're always going to be set up for success. Let's say you go move to a different state. You're traveling for vacation. They have a gym at the hotel room, whatever. I want you to be able to do everything, anything, and not have that excuse like, oh, I didn't have whatever. There was no equipment there. It's like, I do body weight shit. Like, work out, do it, move, be active. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, that's a big thing I tell people. People that are just like really overweight, like 320 pounds. A big thing, dude, is just take a box, 
step up onto yep. it and do that a hundred times. Yeah, or sit in a chair. Yeah, and then stand back up. Like just that, just moving your body weight when you are over three hundred pounds is more than enough. Yeah, because it'll lose start weight to and kick start some things that need to be kick started. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, love that, bro. Love that. Trainer. So also in your little thingy thing, your uh, questionnaire, you said you do yoga? Yes. So I kind of fell off the train a little bit with that. Yeah. But I do a lot of yoga because of my pops. So my pops started doing yoga. I was in, I was doing like my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. But so he used to be like uh athlete like used to run all the time Tulsa runs lift weights he owned a gym for a while in Stillwater okay um it's called the tan man <laughs> okay but um yeah so and then um I don't want to say it was after he had me he, mm -hmm. he got out of shape but that's 100% what happened so it's the reality of yeah it's just what happens when you become a parent most of the time is right. you just kind of fall off the tracks a little bit time and like, doesn't time the same yeah exactly and then I talked to him about uh, lifting weights and stuff now. He hates lifting weights. Like, lifting weights from, like, being coached back in the 80s, I guess. That was just, like... It's a different era. It, it was just that's terrible That's classic Arnold like, physique era. Yeah, like, he was like, that's just not where, what, where it's at for me. So he uh, started doing a lot of yoga, and he dropped weight like a motherfucker, dude. Yeah. It was crazy. And, um, the, like, in the last couple of years, he's gotten kind of jacked from just doing yoga. Yeah. And then he teaches yoga now, and he's also a therapist. Okay. So, like, I'll do a lot of yoga with him sometimes. And you get both the best of both worlds, that, you know, movement and practice. Yeah, exactly. Because yoga is about finding that zen through movement. Yeah. And a lot of yoga is strength-based. Like, some people just think, oh, it's just stretching, whatever, whatever. But a lot of it's strength. Like, holding those positions is strength. It's endurance. Like, yeah, it takes dude. some tissue to be able to go through that. You just sit there in, like, a plank for, like, two minutes yeah. and they're like just breathe right you're fine that's like, always my hardest thing with yoga like I try and I'll have a few flows where I get it perfectly and I feel good but then I lose it and that's just having the breath on cue with the movement yeah like in transition out in transition out and I'm yeah. like oh yeah when I get it I get it I'm like yes yeah, it's awesome and then two poses later I'm like <laughs> what's going on the thing that helped me with breathing was hot yoga. <clears throat> yeah, I love like, that. It's the only time I do yoga. Dude, seriously. Like, if I do yoga, if I don't do hot yoga, my breathing's all out of whack. If I'm in the hot room, it makes me control my breathing because I, I will pass out. Yeah. Like, just 100% of the time. I will pass out if I'm not controlling my breathing. <laughs> it's like, oh, lightheaded. Here it goes. Here it goes. Boom. <laughs> now, I'm in hot yoga. I used to do hot yoga, like, religiously at a studio here called BYB. Um, but, uh, like, that's the only time I actually enjoy doing yoga is hot yoga. But I was that guy that I'd go balls to the wall because it's an hour long class. I'm going balls to the wall for like the first 30, 45 minutes, and then I'm just hitting child's pose. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm tapping out. Like, oh, I'm yeah. done. Like, y'all finish this, so I'm just going to be here, child's pose. Chilling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just I coming back in here. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, bro. It's dope. So, uh, you are a very wise man like having the conversations that I've had with you they've been very impactful and fun because I have a very weird way of thinking about things I have a good gift of understanding so like I love viewing perspective and I love like ancient old wisdom or just you know simple one-line things like oh that makes sense like mm -hmm. whatever and I feel like you possess that too in our conversation we're able to make like real-life situations comical but at the same time, they're still serious. You know, oh, yeah. like we're able to shine that light and be like, oh yeah, it's not that serious. We can laugh about this, you know? So for you, my question is like, what is your view of like, what's a quote that wakes you up in the morning? What gets you going? Let's start there. Let me pull something up here real quick. Yeah. Cause I don't want to fuck it up, but I got all my stuff right here in a file that I can just reach for. Bro, 
Oh, here we go. There it is. <clears throat> Just the greatest victory is to conquer self. That one because um, it's like a man who a man who just like constantly gives into his own temptations isn't really a man at all, right? Like you're soft. Exactly. Like a big reason why I quit like vaping all the time is because like that was just a temptation for me, and I'm like, okay, if that is controlling my life right here and controlling the way that I feel, get rid of that shit. I don't need that anymore. Uh, Absolutely not. uh, And then another good one is. uh, I was created in the image of God. It's time I sculpt this vessel to emulate the love I have for him and the discipline I possess. Because, uh, I mean, as of lately, I've gotten to be more religious. Um, I just, I feel like if you are lost and you want something, it's out there. Yeah. There are things out there that you can pursue. I'm not going to sit here and like tell you, go find God. Mm-hmm. But it's there. Yeah. And like man, if you if you choose like this is my path, holy shit. Everything changes. You are unstoppable. Yeah. Absolutely unstoppable cuz it's really just like cuz now all of a sudden you have a purpose. Right. right? Things make more sense. There's exactly. more clarity. There's less stress on your end that you have to figure it all out when you believe that it's already been figured out. It's just a matter of you walking the line. Exactly. And like like you need to have a purpose as a man. If you're, if you're a man without a purpose, all of a sudden you're you're that dude that's just chilling out, eating Cheetos, fucking watching porn, playing video games all day. Right. Like fucking, I was that guy for a while, and then like you just you just hit a point where you're just so tired of that shit, mm-hmm. dude. You just gotta be like you gotta remember nobody's coming to save you. Right. It's all you. Hundred percent. It's all you out here. 100%. Like you got friends and stuff that'll help you. But if dog, that, it's all you. If that, you know, like it's not your friend's job to help you out. And I was at that point for a while in my life where I was in a low and like I was just there. But I expected my friends to be responsible to get me out of it. To be like, hey, bro, you're in this position. Come out. Like, let's go. Let's be better. But that didn't happen. And for a while, I was bitter about that. I was mad. I was like, bro, how'd y'all let me stay there that long? And like, I blame them. When really, it was me. Yeah. It was me that I was aware of the situation and versus taking responsibility for myself, I put the blame on somebody else, you know, and that's not fair to them because they were still good people. Yeah. They didn't know what I was going through. It wasn't their responsibility to tell me how I felt inside, you know, because only I felt that. Mm-hmm. And I could project something completely different and it just meshed with the situation. So once I had that revelation, like my mid-20s, whole life changed absolutely i'm a whole new fucking man absolutely people say i'm fuck yeah they people say that i'm angry all the time or i'm too serious or my demeanor's this my demeanor's that so like, i just don't have time anymore for petty shit like i'll shoot the shit i'll absolutely. give you some one-liners like we'll have fun we'll have some interaction but at the end of the day like if it's starting to interrupt my peace or my goals or my vision i'm done with it absolutely like i'm, I'm out of there it's gone you know but it's such a good feel to be able to wake up every day and know that you have control over your life. You know, that this is the power of choice. And it's choosing yourself first over that instant gratification, like you said before. Mm-hmm. Because we live in such an instant gratification world that we get blinded by it. Like, we just want the reward now. But that's what I love about weightlifting. Like, I can get a good workout in, no results. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to come back tomorrow and do the same thing. Exactly. You know? And- that's why, like, you got to focus on the things you can control. Like 100%. That, like, working out. Yeah. Or, like, the instant gratification thing where it's, like, like I could easily, like, like sitting in the sauna, I could easily get on my phone, TikTok, try to blast through the time. Or I can actually just sit there without my phone or anything, mm-hmm. have some headphones in, listen to music, whatever, mm-hmm. but literally just stare at the wall and, like, close my eyes and mm-hmm. just try to process my thoughts because, like, being alone with your thoughts is terrifying. T- terrifying, but it's also powerful, and it's something you need to do. Because if you're constantly distracting yourself, you're never going to grow or right. find those things that you don't like about yourself that you want to change, or those things that you like about yourself that you want to build on. Right. You'll never find them unless right. you sit by yourself, either in a hot room like that mm-hmm. or in a dark room by yourself. Like there, there, it cannot be a comfortable setting for you to be in physically. Yeah. It has to be physically uncomfortable and you must be by yourself. That's proactive discomfort. It's 
horrifying. Yeah. But then you come out of it and you're like, things are okay. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'll go work out real quick. I'll go, I'll go to the park. Why not? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> but it's true, and it's so powerful as people. And we look, we seek comfort more than we seek discomfort. But discomfort is what allows us to grow. Like we grow in the dark. We grow in the situations that are very unpleasing or unsettling because then we're put in a position to make a choice of like, am I going to quit? Am I going to tap out? Am I going to go get my phone in the sauna because I just want time to pass by? Or am I going to embrace this and become a better person? So that way when I face a situation in real life, it's nothing. Like I can make a decision like that. Because as a man, part of our duty is to be able to make those decisions when it's time to be, you know, fight or fight. Like we're not meant to run. We're meant to face that shit head on oh, and like get through it. And that's that proactive discomfort. It's going to put us in a position to make the best decision we can in those moments when that comes up. Because we're not flustered anymore. We're like, oh, the fuck is this? Cool. I'm going to go head on versus being like, oh, it's a little hot outside. I'm going to go back in here. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's like, like, what is it? It's like, look at the monster in front of you, name it, conquer it, move on. That's all it is, bro. And that monster is our reflection. We got so much inside of us, and you never know what everybody's going through. And that's where I started giving grace to other people, because sometimes I'd be like, bro, why the fuck is this person talking about this? Like, yeah. Why are you telling me this? Like, what makes you think this is okay to talk about? But then I realized, like, people are going through stuff, and the fact that people find me safe enough of a space to, like, open up, and be vulnerable, I take mad respect of that. Absolutely. I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, that, that is lovely. You need to come to me and talk about this, I'm going to listen. I'm going to give you benefit of the doubt. And if I don't agree with what you're saying, I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to, unless you're being blatant like racist. Yeah. And, like, trying to threaten me, then we got a problem. But if you're just, like, talking because that's what you need to get out, like, cool, whatever. We could talk about that. Yeah. It's not going to be an argument. It's not going to be a fight. But anyway, back to it. <laughs> How do you view, what do you view on stoicism? Like, what's your view on stoicism? Um, necessary. Honestly, it really is. Um, well, okay, hold on. Let me get my water real quick. Yes, sir. Agua. Hydration's key, people. Hydration's key. Oh, Stay hydrated. God. Oh, God. Drink more water. You're probably dehydrated. 50-year-old. Okay. Okay. Stoicism is a very specific specific path for a very specific kind of person, right? But, but it's that, not for everybody. Maybe. Exactly. Okay. But it should be because I, I really do think a lot of dudes just haven't opened their eyes <coughs> to a lot of the beauty in the world. Uh, that is physical exercise or even just going out into nature, right? A lot of guys are so concerned with fucking chasing chasing women, mm-hmm. playing games, fucking getting high. Yeah, what are my bros doing? What are we doing today? Yeah. Where are we dropping, boys? Yeah, yeah. like, like, and it's like, don't get me wrong, like, I love all that, right? But there's a time and place yeah. for all of it. Big facts. It's like, like, um, there's a quote where it's like, whenever I look at my life and all of its uh, colors, I feel like bursting into tears. And I feel like a lot of dudes can't relate to that because they keep their minds so clouded mm. with distractions that is their phone, that is women, that is getting high, that is like, like even like school, for example. Like school, when you're a full-time student, you don't have time to think about anything else other than you're fucking an engineering major, mm-hmm. right? And it's like mad respect if you're going through that, by the way. Yeah, let alone student athlete. All you know is your sport in school. Right? Yeah, yeah, dude. That shit's crazy. Tough. But it's like, just take a second and go outside and just like sit down and just look around. Take everything in and just like understand that like, like, like the universe, like you, you are part of that. It's like you are the living universe looking back at itself. Yeah. Yeah. And that is such a crazy thought to me that it just makes me like that that thought alone makes me love going out and like exploring and like like pushing past my limits and like just 
life is beautiful. <laughs> like that's all I can say. And stoicism helps you see that. Oh, uh, the beauty in it all. Really, because stoicism just teaches you to just take everything at face value. Yeah. Stop overthinking. And stop going with expectation. Exactly. Just appreciate what it is exactly. and where it is. It's like just when you wake up, control the things that you can control. Yeah. Make the best decision you can for yourself. Yeah. Eat good food. Yeah. And your life will be good. Yeah. Right? It's as simple as that, but nobody wants to believe that. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? Was it Socrates? Is it important? Is it true? Is it, is it uh, the third one? Is it important? Is it true? Is it relevant? Maybe I'm butchering that, but like you ask those three things, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't fit any of those three categories, then why am I worried about it? Yeah. And that's the matter of like gossip or stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, ask those three things, and if it's not, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Later. No. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Seriously. Appreciate it. Like, it's it's weird, play. man, because if you're um, you good. Yeah, I'm just Googling it. Oh, we're... Yeah. No, like, um... It's weird because, uh... Like, I've been really getting into Stoicism heavily over the last year, really. And, um... There it is. It's kind of, uh... It's kind of weird seeing, um... I don't... Oh, man, how do I say this? It's like, I can tell that I'm farther ahead than most of my peers mm-hmm. in my perspective yeah. on things. And that's huge. You know what I mean? Like, and and I'm not saying that to like diss them. No, it's not all. saying that you're better or you're no, in this position. You're not just at all. talking from your own face value. Because like, like, I have dudes that are literally my age or like 20, 22, or even like, like, like I gave advice to a fucking thirty-two-year-old man the other day, mm-hmm. and it's like, like I'm sitting there, like I'm twenty-one, and I'm telling this dude how to fix his life. I'm like what? It's like, it's like perspective, man. That's how I was growing up. Like I've always had that sense of uh, <laughs> I call it old soul. People call it old soul. You just have this this knowledge, like you've lived this life before. Like you have this perspective of things that are way beyond our years of life because we're so young at the time. And we're sitting here talking to older people, and they're like, huh. I remember being in high school, and I'm riding around my uncle, because um, we'd always hang out. He was five years older than me, and he's my godfather. But we just hang out. So I'm in high school. He's driving me around. going to the restaurant, whatever. He's having an issue with a girl. And I'm sitting here giving him relationship advice. And I'm like, what? And like, he's like, what do I say to this? And I said some shit, and he was like, whoa. How do you know that? <laughs> like... I don't know, it just seems right. Like, it just seems accurate because we just view the world differently. You know, we have this ability to receive things and then break them down so they make sense, you know? And I feel like you have that gift too. Like, people say I have a way of words. I feel like you have uh, knowledge to you that if someone says something, you're like, huh, okay, I hear that. Let me think on that. Or let me say, like, what, what this means to me about what you just said. And you're like, oh, wow, cool. And you don't take it to like, okay, I got to change my life. But you're like, oh, here, I understand that. That's yeah, dope. Absolutely. I appreciate it. But the quote was, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? So when someone's telling you information or you're receiving information to yourself, ask those three things. And if it's not any of those, don't yeah. even bother. No, you know? absolutely. But yeah, that's, I'm glad you, <clears throat> you're having that experience for yourself, that being 21 and having this knowledge too, you're way ahead of the game. Because when I was 21, I was all getting fucked up. Like, that's all that mattered to me was party, 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 let's all get wasted, bro. That was it. Like, it was every week and didn't matter. I didn't get out of that rut until I was probably like 24, 25. So I spent like four years there of just like, yeah, we're going in the hole. I didn't know I was going in the hole. It was just normal. It was just like, yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's, Let's rage. Go. Let's go Let's hard. Go. And Let's then all life. of a sudden, you know, life hits. I'm like, bro, what am I doing? No. Why am I so depressed? Why am I so sad? Like, what's going on here? Like, how do I change this? How do I fix this? And that's when I was pointing fingers like, hey, how come you're not feeling this way? And I am, bro. This is <laughs> your fault. And then yeah, that I move out here and things change. It's like, okay, I've been responsible this whole time. 
I grew, I moved out here in 2019. When I moved out here, my first year here, let alone the months in that year, my first year here, just to sum it up, I grew and expanded myself way more than I did my previous three, four years back home. Wow. In the matter of a year. Just amplified my whole life. Wow. Things made sense. I knew I was responsible and I took that action. And my whole demeanor changed, my whole mindset changed. People are saying, Oh, you look so much you feel so much lighter. Like and I was like, Yeah, that baggage I was carrying that I didn't know I was fucking carrying is gone. Like <laughs> just had a one way trip for what? No, I get that shit out. That's right. But it's huge, bro. It's huge. And I'm glad you're in that position that you're you're wise amongst your years. Like you're out here doing this thing called life, but you're figuring it out for yourself. Like you're not conforming to what you're supposed to believe or you're not like Oh, I'm 21. I should get drunk for the rest of the days, you know? Like, it's more like, hey, I don't want to do that. I want to take care of myself. I want to work out. Yeah. Um, cool. Love that. Moving on, topic of music. Yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned before in a few conversations we had that music is a very important part of your life. Oh, and dude. I feel like music is a very part of important part of everyone's life because it speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And it's always a song that you can pinpoint in your life that you listen to and it brings up those same feelings from that first time you listen to it oh yeah you know so music how do you feel about music what are you listening to right now when you work out and what's your favorite song to listen to when you're trying to just mellow out keep a song okay so when i work out lately it's been uh, you ever heard of this band called the New Radicals? Mm-hmm. All right, you ever seen the movie Surf's Up? Mm-hmm. They have like a couple songs in that movie. All with right. the penguins? Yeah, with the penguins. <laughs> okay. Dude, it's at the very end of the movie. The song's called like You Only Get What You Give, but bro, it is so good. But like, I work out to like feel good music now. I can't. I I stop working out to like Metallica, Megadeth. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I do. When you if need I, it for a max or something. Yeah, like yeah. if I if I want to delve into it a little bit. But these days, like, uh, like Brian Adams is a big one. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a big one for me. Um, I don't know, dude. I really just click shuffle, and it's just a bunch of... It's really just a bunch of, like, different 80s music. Yeah. Like, late 70s and That's 80s. It's a very feel-good era. Yeah. You know, dude. they have their hair metal stuff, but it's not, not anything like today where... Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, mostly that... And then um, when I'm just chilling, there's this dude named Delicate Steve. Yeah, no, man. He's only got like 200 listeners on Spotify. Oh, shit. Or sorry, 200,000. Delicate Steve. Delicate Steve, bro. Okay. It's just instrumental music. Ah. But it's all just super low-key and really vibey. Yeah. So when I'm just chilling, Delicate Steve. Delicate Steve. All I'll have day to give long. that a check out. I'll have to check that out. All day. Delicate Steve. The guy, yeah, the new guy for the lo fi. Yes, sir. For the hangs, for the feels, for the uh, vibes. Or, okay. um. No, or when I'm working out, there's a, there's a song by Bruce Springsteen called Dancing in the Dark. Mm-hmm. And I just saw, I saw some video like three years ago of some dude driving a convertible listening to that song. And it was like, he was like, I'm chasing my dreams today. And, like, ever since then, I'm like, that's what I associate that song with. That's what I need. So anytime I'm, like, rowing or something, I'm just like, this right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listen to that song, I'm like, this is peak. Like, I'm chasing my dreams today, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so to dive back into something a little bit heavier, a little bit more deep, what's your overall view on life? What's your take? I know you're young, but, like, that whole old soul thing and the wisdom, like, you've definitely lived a lot of life in your time. Because that's mm-hmm. where perspective, in my view, comes from. We're not just born with it. We've experienced life to an extent. Yeah. Man. Like, the meaning of life? Or just the... Whatever you want to take that question as. Okay. I think... Okay, here we go. Let's go. I mean, you want to leave your mark, right? Like, like nobody wants to just be a fucking insurance adjuster. You don't want to be just a number. Yeah, and just retire out of that. It's like, like I could give a fuck about living in a dope house, having a big-ass pool, like, 
gives a shit about that. It's like, like I want to be able to, like, I want to be able to tell my kids about the things that I've done and hopefully make them realize, like, what they are capable of. Because that's a big thing that I think a lot of people do is they take this curtain and they just throw it over their heads because they got they look at people like, 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 like just we'll, we'll stick with working out because yeah. that's the topic of the discussion. Um, like uh, bodybuilders, you know, people look at like Arnold or Lou Ferrigno, Frank Zane. Um, but if you want to get like Jay Cutler in there, like, mm-hmm. or even like fucking Big Ramy, you know, like, like you look at them and you think like, oh, he is him. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like, put them on a pedestal because, and I mean, you should because they put in that <clears throat> amount of work, they've mm-hmm. earned that, right? But there should also be an aspect to your mind of, well, why not me? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm cut from the same cloth that that guy is, mm-hmm. why not me? Like, you need, you need to have such a fucking ferocity when you go out into the world of, of, I'm going to tear this shit up and people will know who I am in whatever field I'm going into, whatever I'm going to do. <clears throat> people are going to know me for being one of, if not the best at what I do. And I will bring others up to my level. I will not look down on others. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you just, you just want to build people up, man. Yeah. Like, like, and and the best way to build people up is honestly by leading them. Yeah. You can't, you can't bring people up to your level, and expect them to to perform at your level, right? Because Correct. one, they're not you. The, exactly, they're not you, and and you might be you might be working with somebody that's just as driven as you, but I'm going to tell you, chances are probably not. Mm-hmm. Chances are they are perfectly content with whatever they are doing. Great. Everything else is a bonus. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I would almost be jealous of somebody who is content with whatever they got going on in life, right? But great. But if that person sees you succeeding and go to the next level and you don't just leave them, you're like, come up here with me, mm-hmm. they will, nine times out of ten, step up to the plate. 100%. And perform at that level with you if you just show them it can be done. Yeah, that's a big thing that people need to see is they need to see that things can be done and then they go and do them Yeah. so I think a big point in life is people need to get out of their own way and just go head on into this shit like, like the night is scary but the only way we're going to get through it is if we just go in that mm-hmm Right, we can't just sit here and look at that big, dark, scary wall and sit down and go, "Well, um, what am I supposed to do here?" Yeah. Like, John, are you gonna help me? <laughs> like, what? No, you yeah. can't. You can't. You can't expect John to come pick you up. Yeah. Like, dog, you you need to look at it, face it, go head on, and just fucking conquer because you will fall on your ass and if you stay on your ass great you're a loser I'm sorry stay down there but if you can just pick yourself back up yep dude so you believe as people we're all capable of whatever we want to attack and conquer we're able to do that absolutely absolutely so where do you think our limitation is aside from ourselves? like if you're speaking for the general population you had to give them advice like if you had to put on a TED talk what do you think is limiting them and what would be your your breaking point. What would be your step to get out of that? To face the limiting limitation and get through it. Two or three step process. To face the limitation and get through it? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. You need to turn off your phone. Turn every, like turn off your phone, turn off your computer, turn off your TV, turn off your fucking ceiling fan. You need to be in complete silence. Okay. Right? Isolation. Full isolation. isolation. Okay. Baby. Isolation. And you need to sit down in your room, lights off, 
and you need to think about your life and you need to think about all the things that you've done, good and bad. Uh-huh. And those things that you've done that are bad, don't try to do that shit where you, you, you like try to skew it just a little bit where you're like, well, that's why I did this. It's yeah. like, well, no, you, you were just being shitty that day and that's yeah. why you did that. Yeah. And you need to own that. Okay? And you fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. And as soon as you own that you fucked up, that's a huge barrier that you just overcame because right. a lot of people just can't take the blame yeah. for fucking up, right? And if you can do that, guess what, dude? You're miles ahead of that of somebody else. Simple as that. Like like somebody who can't show up to work on time. Yeah. Like, well, I, I just my alarm didn't go off, and then my dog a dog peed on the floor, and like I just I had to clean that up. Can't just leave that. Like, no, dude. Just wake up early. It's one of the few things you can control is punctuality. Exactly. Yeah. And then like and then once you've once you've identified that problem that you realize, okay, this is the thing I don't like about myself, now you attack it. Right? Go get yourself an expo marker, go something, write it on your mirror. That way you see it every day when you go to the bathroom in the morning. Like that's something I'm trying to fix. Like for me, it was like I was so fat. So I literally wrote on my mirror. I was like, I'm a fat fuck. Change that. Mm-hmm. And I saw that every single day. It was like that that negativity, it was just being drilled into my head. And it kind of killed me. But it, it it brought out this moment of just like sheer tenacity that mm-hmm. I was like, but that is not me anymore. Mm. And I just not who I want to be. started working my ass off. Yeah. And then now you're at step three, which is what I would like, you could almost label it like liberation yeah. almost, right? Where like now you've, You've identified your problem. You've attacked your problem. Now, hopefully, you've overcome your problem now. And step three would be looking back at the other people that have not figured that shit out yet. And sharing that. And sharing that, that info with them on how what you're doing to right overcome now. this shit. What you just did. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just talking about isolation. Isolation leads to responsibility. That responsibility leads to an action plan. And that action plan leads to... Commitment, persistence, growth, exactly. and after growth, share the progress. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Love that. Yeah, man. The Walker five-step plan to self-discovery and growth. <laughs> it's a long process, and it sucks Oh, bro, ass, it's not quick. Like, we talk about it like, it's, oh, yeah, we'll be fine. Nah, bro, like, you're hearing this? Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're able to laugh about it because we've done it before. Like, we've been through the process, and it takes a long-ass time. And I mean, it sounds like that was like, a, like, oh, tonight I'm just going to go in my room and figure all this <laughs> shit out. That's it. Like, I'm just going to sit. Someone's going to listen to this and be like, yeah, I sat in the dark for 12 hours and nothing <laughs> happened. It's like, bro, it's longer than that. It takes so much time. Like, it's not overnight. But we're able to laugh about it because we felt that. Because we've been in there with the beginner's mindset, and we've done the steps, and it's just like, our first couple of times is like, yeah, this sucks. Nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. Yeah. Nothing. What, what the fuck am I doing? Why did I listen to that guy? It didn't work. But then you keep doing it. And then it starts to make sense. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. There it is. Exactly. Now we're getting somewhere. And exactly. then next thing's the next thing's the next thing. And you're like, holy shit, I came this far. What happened? Dude, I'll tell you what. So my ritual for self-discovery was, um, and I don't know if this will work for everybody, but I would watch Rocky too. <laughs> okay. And at the end of the movie, I would just turn my TV off and be in the dark room, man. And I'd sit there and like just recount that movie in my head. And like it was just the it's such a cheesy movie. But man, that that is literally the never say die attitude. Like everything I just listed my man goes through like like he sits there he's like he's like what am i doing wrong he's like well fighting like shit right get a trainer all right now he's got this trainer it's badass right and he's like okay i'm attacking my problem what am i supposed to do now go fucking fight apollo creed man right, that's what creed. you're supposed to do go fight creed. Like, <laughs> he overcomes the problem he looks back and now everybody that was behind him, family, I would be like, I don't know, Adrian, Polly, all them. Mm-hmm. He brings them with him. Yeah. You know? But um, he's just the never say die attitude. Just go fight Creed, my man. That's all Rocky I can say. Too Dude, Rocky is the never say die attitude. I love it. Like, love it. it can be that simple, people. It just takes a little bit of a spark, you know? Yeah, dude. It's like, uh, like there's another line in that same fucking movie, dude, where it's like... Uh, it's like, as much as you beat that man, he just kept coming. 
and that's how you gotta be. Yeah. Like, like, cause everybody's gonna try to beat you down, and people are gonna tell you no, and that you can't do it. Yeah. And and like, dude, you, we do that to ourselves. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you you just gotta fucking keep coming at them, mm-hmm. even angrier than last time. Mm-hmm. More more just just more fight in you every day. You need to wake up every day ready to fight harder than you did yesterday. That's it. And that's something that I've been hearing a lot recently in my conversations because I tend to get hard on myself because I'm one of those people that when I set my mind to something, I want to do it. And then if it's not happening towards my timeline, I get hard on myself. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just fucking up. I'm a failure. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't get any better. But then they break it down to were you better than where you were yesterday? Did you do more than you did yesterday? And just that small percentage puts things in a bigger perspective. Uh, Okay, I did get better. I don't have to be at my best every day. I don't have to be there. I'm not meant to be there. It's not realistic. Mm. But as long as I'm getting better than I was yesterday, that's all I need. That's the snowball effect. And they become bigger victories, bigger victories, bigger victories. And then next thing you know, you're just fucking winning. Yes, sir. You know? So that's like one of my biggest things. And also, to the whole extent of the world beating us down, you said the power of people saying that we can't do things. Can't such a powerful word that when we tell ourselves we can't, bro, we immediately shut down. Because our subconscious hears that, and that's our driving force of our life being, and that's immediately we shut down. We stop. If we tell ourselves we can't do something, we we convince ourselves that we can't do it without even trying. We're just never going to be able to do it. But if we tell ourselves with curiosity, I've never done that before, but I can try. We're already in a better position. Yeah. Like I witnessed this firsthand yesterday as I was spotting my client during bench press. We were benching 225. He's done it before for three reps, but it's been a while since we bench press heavy, so we're doing 225 for two reps today because mm-hmm. it's been a while. First rep, clean, smooth. Second rep, he reaches that breaking point, you know, that mid, make mm-hmm. or break. You're either going to push through this or you're going to come down. He told himself he can't. He said it out loud. He said, I can't. And once he said he couldn't, the thing came right back ahead. down. And then he's after, he's like, oh, that first one felt great. I don't know what happened to the second one. I told him, you said you couldn't do it. You said it right there. And he's like, I did say that out loud. And then after that point, it just shut down. Yeah. It's like, that's such a powerful word. And first of all, fuck everybody that tells you you can't. They're not. That's you. right. And then <laughs> secondly, fuck telling yourself you can't, bro. Exactly, we can. We are capable. Dude. And if it turns out that we try it and it didn't work like we thought it would, we still attempted it. We still did it. We already proved ourselves that we could do it. So what if it didn't look the best? We still did it, you know? Or if it was something that, like, really didn't happen at all. So I said, I'm going to dunk a basketball. And I couldn't dunk a basketball. I tried. Yeah. Cool. Now I learned that I can't dunk a fucking basketball. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. You know? Like, that's just a real-life limitation there. I'm not yeah. going to be able to just one day soar, you know? My body's not meant to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to have <laughs> some sense of reality with the situations, but, yeah. No, it's that phrase again, the why not me? Yeah. Like, yeah, why not? Why not? Because even if you pursue it, and that's not where you're supposed to be, during that path of pursuit, you'll find where you're supposed to go, you know? So you'll find yourself going in a position where okay, maybe I'm not meant to be a bodybuilder, but I can train bodybuilders. I can coach bodybuilders. I can be a promoter for bodybuilders. I can be in this sport or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's wild. It is, bro. Um, so as we're wrapping this thing up, it's been a great conversation, bro. I've had, like, chills multiple times in this and been inspired, like, from, from all of it. Um, it's lovely. I'm gonna listen to this again. I'm gonna actually enjoy this. Like, Good, I enjoy them all. I don't know. I, no, I enjoy them all. But this one's gonna be one where I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I need to get hype. I need to fucking go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go." Um, what's your Instagram? What's your social media? Share your plugs. You already said we can find you here at the Crunch Fitness being built in this month. Up and running. Personal training there. This is Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I think that Crunch Fitness is what 91st and 91st Memorial. Memorial. Yeah. So if you're joining the Crunch fam, you need a good trainer, Walker, hit him up, but go ahead and show your socials. Uh, my Instagram is just Walker underscore Condren, C-O-N-D-R-I-N. It's an open account. Just drop a follow. I mostly just post uh, my transformation and then um, stuff that I think is kind of cool 
really. And most of that's just fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, lately I've been posting a lot more stoicism quotes daily. Uh, I like that stuff. I like uh, this dude from Rome named Maximus. He's got some interesting stuff I like. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm reading a lot of his stuff right now. Yeah. And once I understand it more, then I can start that's posting it. about it more. That's it. I think that's what I like about stoicism, too. It's like, it's very broad. But it's broad enough to be open for perspective. Dude, it's like... Like Marcus Aurel- Aurel- Aurelius. Yeah, Aurelius. Yes, sir. Like, a lot of his stuff's just so broad. Some people are like, what, what's he saying? But it's just, just the matter of perspective. How you receive it is what he wants, you know? There, yeah, there's a passage where he talks about... Um, it's really famous. Waking up in the morning and being like, fuck, I don't want to go to work today. And it's like, you're the emperor of Rome, bro. What do you mean you don't want to go to work today? And it's like, well, I just would rather stay in bed because my bed is warm and I'm comfortable. And it's like, that is fucking facts, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, Marcus Aurelius is the shit, man. But yeah. like stoicism is like, it's like reaching into like, like, like you're opening the ancient text, man. That's, yeah. that's literally yeah, it's what from it an is. era where like everything was royalty, bro. Like even... Even what you would call homeless people in ancient Greece were still getting shillings, bro. Like, they were out there still living yeah, in, like, dude. a very prominent time. Like, And, I mean, you know what it was? Is uh, nobody there had instant gratification, you know? It was uh, people there were like, I guess I'm chilling in my house today. Let me figure shit out about myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let me work on this. Yeah, you know? dude. It was great. And then, you know, you had those... People back then, like warrior philosophers and stuff, mm-hmm. like those are. I like to read a lot of warrior philosophers just because they they are peak physical condition, peak mental condition as well. Yeah. So they have a lot of balance in their life. Like samurais have a lot of good stuff that they talk about. Yeah, huge. Very um, honorable. Very. They got a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of like medieval knights have a lot of good stuff that they wrote. That's um, for Valier, Yeah. Uh, lots of Roman soldiers actually write a lot of good stuff. Is that Spartan kick you in um, the face? No, Spartans actually don't have much written. No? No. They're no. just warriors. The Spartans are just warriors. Like, the only things that... Most of the stuff that we know about Spartans are what people wrote about them. Mm. Like, other people. They were like, just dogs in that's the nighttime. It. Like, they no literally, one knew. <laughs> Spartans didn't give a fuck. They were like, okay, you want to come fight? Come fight. I was like... I, like <laughs> Like they <laughs> the definition of fuck around and find out. Like yeah, dude. They like Alexander the Great said, um, if we come to your lands and conquer, we will like rape all your women and kill all your men and enslave your children or something like that, right? And the Spartans responded with like if <laughs> and then he left them alone. It was crazy, dude. Spartans didn't give a fuck. If Yeah, dude. Um Damn. But no, dude, ancient warriors, dude, they um just imagine that in a text thread. <laughs> Where I just said if. And it's uh, left chat. <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, dude, it's great. But, yeah, man, this is a good conversation. Bro, Thanks it's been fun, me. for sure, bro. I appreciate you coming out here. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing your philosophies of life and just, you know, kind of what you've been through. I know there's more of what you could have shared that we didn't really dive into today, but yeah. I do want to get back in that. So I do want to plan on having you back on here. Um, Cause I have an idea of a bigger group setting. So I want to get you on a podcast with my boy, Zach, who was on one earlier this year or last year, later last year. And I think we can have a good podcast on just overall mental health, you yeah. know, and the general aspect, because my whole goal with this is to, provide the balance of it like you know showing the joys of life showing the joys of a simple conversation with you know a friend of yours yeah and then also dive into the real gritty stuff that's also important which we kind of did here but like i really want to have one solely based on that yeah. we can give that perspective so i'm going to set that up probably the next couple of weeks and get you back on and by that point <clears throat> i'm gonna have the camera ready so we can film that and have it post on youtube as well yeah dude. Um, but yeah, anything you want to share, last thoughts uh, to the viewers, listeners? Tomorrow's always a new day. Whatever you did yesterday doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing tomorrow doesn't matter. Focus on what you got going on now, and life is good. Life is good. All right, well, I appreciate you, my boy. That's the uh, Be Real Presents Humble Alpha. Life's the only one take, so be real because there is no be real. Uh, be hungry. Stay humble.
So next time, yeah. peace.